Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, it's Paul Gallant. Join the conversation by dialing or texting 713-780-3776. The Astros are down zero games to two against the Texas Rangers. And they're fine. Am I mad about Fromber Valdez's performance? Yeah. Am I frustrated with the blown opportunities by the Astros bats? Yeah. I still think they're going to win this series. And no matter how many newfound Texas Rangers fans are telling me that my takes about them as a fan base and their squad as a whole have, quote, aged well in a series that's, you know, best of seven. They're still struggling with that. First series was best of three. Second series, best of five. They'll figure it out eventually. And I think the Astros are going to figure it out eventually. Just take a look at all the things that the Rangers are doing that seem unsustainable. And they do deserve credit for it. But they're 7-0 to open the postseason. Is that really going to continue? They've only trailed for one of 63 innings. Their bullpen is allowed just one earned run and five and two-thirds innings pitched. The Astros, for whatever reason, are better on the road, and they were awesome in Arlington this past year. Six and one. They outscored Texas 63-32 to 32 along the way. And to this point, in a series where, don't get me wrong, they have failed. They've lost by a combined three runs in a series where most of their bats haven't shown up. And Texas is not really hitting the ball very well. I mean, of the Rangers' seven runs in this series, four of them, and five of their 14 hits came against Fromber in the first inning. Their bullpen... The Astros' bullpen has been keeping the Rangers' lineup in check. Eight and two-thirds scoreless innings thus far, nine strikeouts, two walks. The Astros are fine. Maybe you disagree. 713-780-3776 to call in. To text in as well, you can join on Twitch, twitch.tv slash ESPN 97.5. I'm more mad about my car being brutally assaulted, my poor, sweet Galatmobile 4.0, the Volkswagen Taos looked really awesome. Got a little scratch on the back right. Under criminal investigation, the police involved. The Astros, perhaps guilty. We're going to figure out what went down. We're going to get justice. And the Astros are going to get back because today, guys, just like yesterday and the day before, is the best day of your life. I know I sound like a life coach now. I'm a pretty damn good one. I'm not going to have you sitting in your car, rolling down the seats, playing everybody hurts, sad, crying to yourself about the possibility of the Rangers winning this thing. Not possible. There's no world where this is happening. They've overachieved through two games. This thing's going back to Arlington. The Astros own them there. They've been down 0-2 before. Different team, yeah, but in the 2019 World Series against the Nationals where they won all of their games on the road, 
They came back and had a 3-2 series lead. Now, there's the whole winning at home when they get back thing. That's a conversation for another day, Sean. Stop shaking your head. This we take worse it worse at home than that team was. Yeah, but... They're, they're better on the road, I guess. They're better on the road. <sighs> and then, okay, so, yeah. You win all three on the road. Just boom. Just gave it to you. Congratulations, Astros. Game six, taking the ball at home from Bravaldez. Oh, God. Oh, no. Well, hey. I do think there is some... When you lose two home games in a best-of-seven playoff series, especially the first two, you do, like, automatically, like, man, this is not good whatsoever. For the Astros, in a weird way, like, it's still not good, but you do have to flip your brain around and be like, no, they need to defend road field advantage. Like they need to, they need to just win the, win all the road games because that's apparently what this team does. This is what this team is much better at than winning home games. So just get us get us back to Houston and then hope hope we steal one in Houston. I, I'm not a hundred percent sure what the actual record has been for them on the road of late. I, I heard something along the lines of they've won like. 17 of 19 on the road, which sounds effing impossible. They won two in Minnesota. They won three in uh, Arizona. They won three out of, was it three out of four? No, two out of three in Seattle. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's certainly possible. And and at home, I think they're they're five uh, and 15 over their last 20, which is also like, that's terrible. That's How? not even bad. That's terrible. It it makes no sense. And I know this show, we've had listeners joke like they must hate their families. Dusty Baker even had a quote earlier, I think, this postseason. Maybe it was before the Twins game, one of the Twins games on the road where he said like, yeah, you know, I get to sleep in and I don't have anyone nagging me. In as many words. He said it a lot more it was, politely. It was No, it was after uh, the long, like, five days off that they had. He was like, I got to sleep in. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't have to wake up at five in the morning whenever he wakes up. Mm-hmm. Now, they did lose two of three in Kansas City, which also makes you wonder, like, how? How did this happen? What? Really? How did this go down? But they've won a lot of the road games of late, and they've owned the Rangers in our 713-780-3776 to call in, to text in. You can join on Twitch, twitch.tv slash ESPN 97.5. From the 409, do you think it's because our home crowd is so lame? The crowd's been good the last two games. I think that they needed a reason to be engaged, and I kind of get it. The Twins are boring. I'm not excusing you, but the Twins are boring. Cross-state rival, of course you're going to get up for that. Also, uh- Real playoffs, ALCS. That's true. There, there's a little bit of like our our standards are pretty high. AL, ALDS probably not going to get the A plus stuff from the crowd. Wish you could, but hey, that's the that's the tragedy. That's the victim of our own success. Yes, nature of uh, Houston Astros baseball. The, the fans who were there seemed to know what was going on too. You had a lot of fans doing the Chaz Chomp in the club level. I was surprised by that. I was like, oh, whoa, we got some more than casuals wow. the club level? How about that? Wow, Ted Cruz is doing the Chaz Chomp? <sighs> well, oh, it's, was he there last night, is too? Ted, probably not. I, don't, I didn't see documentation. Is, is he going to go to one of the um, 
games in Arlington? Can you go to all the games in Arlington? Here's the, here's wearing a Rangers that, hat. Yeah, that's. I, I wonder if he would do that. He would. Yes, he if the Rangers would. won, would he show up wearing? I mean, it yeah. Would... Okay, no. Maybe he maybe he doesn't wear it in the ALCS. Maybe I, I'm not even a hundred percent giving him that. I, I won't give him that. I think one hundred percent. Whatever team wins this uh, series and goes to the World Series, he will be at a World Series game wearing their stuff. If it's the Astros, if it's the Rangers, he will be wearing their stuff because this is a man who, when he goes to Texas games, he wears Texas stuff. When he goes to A and M games, he. Wears AM stuff. When he goes to Baylor games, he wears Baylor stuff. Like, oh this is what God. this guy does. <laughs> this is what he does. He's the most cynical, even just as a sports fan, taking away his actual, like, political career. He is the most cynical, like, what the, like, exaggerated, like, parody of a politician is. It's that so is what weird. he is, of a scummy politician. That's what he is he- as a sports fan. Also, maybe as a politician. Let's let's just talk about him as a sports fan, though, okay? Because I'm sure there are some people out there that support a man who literally had, what, his wife made fun of by President Trump before endorsing him? Making cold calls. I mean, he is working the phones. He is definitely not above, if that happened, cold calls for the guy who was roasting him in a debate on national TV. Calling his dad the JFK murderer and his wife ugly. If Oh, my God. Yeah, I forgot about that. I mean, if he's going to join that, there's a very good chance that he wears a Texas yeah, Rangers jersey. He'll 100% jersey. be a Rangers fan. Right. It's equal It's equal things, equal transgressions. I, I, D- D'Amico Senko asks on Twitch, why, why is Cruz so bad? Listen, I, all I'm saying is that He's not above wearing a Rangers jersey in this series. He's definitely not above wearing it if the Rangers win this series. And we make jokes about my bandwagon jumping. I'll admit it. I do it. I have with the Astros. But (laughs) this would be another level of political bandwagon jumping. But I don't think he was at the game yesterday. I don't think. I haven't looked. I haven't looked that hard. Anyway. Did he hit your car in the seat? No, he again. These people aren't in lot C. Did his chauffeur hit your car? I don't the think seat. they're going to park in lot C, Sean. He's getting the VIP treatment along with Clay Walker and his number thirty-four custom Walker Astros jersey. Oh boy, Pogalancho. The Astros are fine. My car's not, but the Astros are fine. Coming up next, there was a very interesting. Weekend of college football that we will recap, including, oh boy, the Sharks are circling Colorado. What a choke job. We'll talk about it next. ESPN 97.5 on Twitch. All systems go. Houston is all systems go. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, it's Paul Gallant. Join the conversation by dialing or texting 713-780-3776. The Astros are down zero games to two against the Texas Rangers. And they're fine. Am I mad about Fromber Valdez's performance? Yeah. Am I frustrated with the blown opportunities by the Astros bats? 
Yeah. I still think they're going to win this series. And no matter how many newfound Texas Rangers fans are telling me that my takes about them as a fan base and their squad as a whole have, quote, aged well in a series that's, you know, best of seven. They're still struggling with that. First series was best of three. Second series, best of five. They'll figure it out eventually. And I think the Astros are going to figure it out eventually. Just take a look at all the things that the Rangers are doing that seem unsustainable. And they do deserve credit for it. But they're 7-0 to open the postseason. Is that really going to continue? They've only trailed for one of 63 innings. Their bullpen is allowed just one earned run and five and two-thirds innings pitched. The Astros, for whatever reason, are better on the road, and they were awesome in Arlington this past year. Six and one. They outscored Texas 63-32 to 32 along the way. And to this point, in a series where, don't get me wrong, they have failed. They've lost by a combined three runs in a series where their most of their bats haven't shown up. And Texas is not really hitting the ball very well. I mean, of the Rangers' seven runs in this series, four of them, and five of their 14 hits came against Fromber in the first inning. Their bullpen, the Astros' bullpen, has been keeping the Rangers' lineup in check. Eight and two-thirds scoreless innings thus far, nine strikeouts, two walks. The Astros are fine. Maybe you disagree. 713-780-3776 to call in. To text in as well. You can join on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash ESPN 97.5. I'm more mad about my car being brutally assaulted. My poor, sweet Galatmobile 4.0. The Volkswagen Taos looked really awesome. Got a little scratch on the back right. Under criminal investigation, the police involved. The Astros, perhaps guilty. We're going to figure out what went down. We're going to get justice. And the Astros are going to get back because today, guys, just like yesterday and the day before, is the best day of your life. I know I sound like a life coach now. I'm a pretty damn good one. I'm not going to have you sitting in your car rolling down the seats, playing Everybody Hurts, sad, crying to yourself about the possibility of the Rangers winning this thing. Not possible. There's no world where this is happening. They've overachieved through two games. This thing's going back to Arlington. The Astros own them there. They've been down 0-2 before. Different team, yeah, but in the 2019 World Series against the Nationals where they won all of their games on the road, they came back and had a 3-2 series lead. Now, there's the whole winning at home when they get back thing. That's a conversation for another day, Sean. Stop shaking your head. This we take worse it worse at home than that team was. Yeah, but... They're, they're better on the road, I guess. They're better on the road. And then, okay, so, yeah, you win all three on the road. Just boom. Just gave it to you. Congratulations, Astros. Game six, taking the ball at home. From Valdez. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, no. Well, hey. I do think there is some... 
when you lose two home games in a best of seven playoff series, especially the first two, you do like automatically like, man, this is not good whatsoever. For the Astros in a weird way, like it's still not good, but you do have to flip your brain around and be like, no, they need to defend road field advantage. Like they need to, they need to just win the, win all the road games because that's apparently what this team does. This is what this team is much better at than winning home games. So just get us get us back to Houston and then hope hope we steal one in Houston. I, I'm not a hundred percent sure what the actual record has been for them on the road of late. I, I heard something along the lines of they've won like seventeen of. 19 on the road, which sounds effing impossible. They won two in Minnesota. They won three in uh, Arizona. They won three out of, was it three out of four? No, two out of three in Seattle. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's certainly possible. And and at home, I think they're they're five uh, and 15 over their last 20, which is also like, that's terrible. That's not even bad. That's terrible. It, it makes no sense. And I know this show, we've had listeners joke, like, they must hate their families. Dusty Baker even had a quote earlier, I think, this postseason. Maybe it was before the Twins game, one of the Twins games on the road, where he said, like, yeah, you know, I get to sleep in and I don't have anyone nagging me. In as many words. He said it a lot more it was, politely. It was No, it was after uh, the long, like, five days off that they had. He was like, I got to sleep in. <laughs> And have to wake up at five in the morning whenever he wakes up. Mm-hmm. Now they did lose two of three in Kansas City, which also makes you wonder, like, how? How did this happen? What? Really? How did this go down? But they've won a lot of the road games of late, and they've owned the Rangers in Arlington. 713-780-3776 to call in to text in you can join on twitch twitch.tv slash espn 97.5 from the 409 do you think it's because our home crowd is so lame the crowd's been good the last two games i think that they needed a reason to be engaged and i kind of get it the twins are boring i'm not excusing you but the twins are boring cross state rival of course you're gonna get up for that also it's real playoffs ALCS. That's true. There, there's a little bit of like our our standards are pretty high. AL, ALDS probably not going to get the A plus stuff from the crowd. Wish you could, but hey, that's the that's the tragedy. That's the victim of our own success. Yes, nature of uh, Houston Astros baseball. The, the fans who were there seemed to know what was going on too. You had a lot of fans doing the Chaz Chomp in the club level. I was surprised by that. I was like, oh, whoa, we got some more than casuals at the club level? How about that? Wow, Ted Cruz is doing the Chaz Chomp? (sighs) Well, oh, was he there last night, too? Probably not. I I didn't see documentation. Is is he going to go to one of the um, games in Arlington? Can he go to all the games in Arlington? Wearing a Rangers hat? Yeah, that's... I wonder if he would do that. He would. Yes. He if the Rangers would. won, would he show up wearing? I mean, it was. Yeah. Oh, okay. No, maybe he maybe he doesn't wear it in the ALCS. Maybe. I, I'm not even 100% giving him that. I, I won't give him that. I think 100%, whatever team wins this uh, series and goes to the World Series, he'll be at a World Series game wearing their stuff. If it's the Astros, if it's the Rangers, he will be wearing their stuff. Because this is a man who, when he goes to Texas games, he wears Texas stuff. When he goes to A&M games, he 
wears A and M stuff. When he goes to Baylor games, he wears Baylor stuff. Like oh this is what God. this guy does. <laughs> this is what he does. He's the most cynical. Even just as a sports fan, taking away his actual like political career, he is the most cynical. Like what the like exaggerated like parody of a politician is. It's that so is what weird. he is of a scummy politician. That's what he is he, as a sports fan. Also, maybe as a politician. Listen, let's just talk about him as a sports fan, though, okay? Because I'm sure there are some people out there that support a man who literally had, what, his wife made fun of by President Trump before endorsing him? Making cold calls. I mean, he is working the phones. He is definitely not above, if that happened, cold calls for the guy who was roasting him in a debate on national TV. Calling his dad the JFK murderer and his wife ugly. If Oh, my God. Yeah, I forgot about that. I mean, if he's going to join that, there's a very good chance that he wears a Texas yeah, Rangers jersey. He'll 100% jersey. be a Rangers fan. Right. It's equal It's equal things, equal transgressions. I, I, D- D'Amico Senko asks on Twitch, why, why is Cruz so bad? Listen, I, all I'm saying is that He's not above wearing a Rangers jersey in this series. He's definitely not above wearing it if the Rangers win this series. And we make jokes about my bandwagon jumping. I'll admit it. I do it. I have with the Astros. But (laughs) this would be another level of political bandwagon jumping. But I don't think he was at the game yesterday. I don't think. I haven't looked. I haven't looked that hard. Anyway. Did he hit your car in the ceiling? No, he again. These people aren't in lot C. Did his chauffeur hit your car? I don't the think seat. they're going to park in lot C, Sean. He's getting the VIP treatment along with Clay Walker and his number thirty-four custom Walker Astros jersey. Oh boy, Pogalant show. The Astros are fine. My car's not, but the Astros are fine. Coming up next, there was a very interesting. Weekend of college football that we will recap, including, oh boy, the Sharks are circling Colorado. What a choke job. We'll talk about it next. ESPN 97.5 on Twitch. All systems go. Houston is all systems go. Let's take a break talking about the Houston Astros, who, of course, fell yesterday, game two of the ALCS, 5-4. to Framber Valdez allowed five in the first, excuse me, four in the first, allowed five over two and two-thirds innings. The Astros did creep their way back into the game, but missed opportunities on offense, specifically one with the bases loaded in the bottom of the fifth. Too much to overcome. So let's make fun of other teams, because that's what we do best. Redirect our attention towards things that make us chuckle, laugh. Colorado played Stanford on Friday. I remember watching this game at Jackalopes in Austin. We weren't paying a lot of attention to the game. I only knew that Travis Hunter was back on the field. I figured, oh, okay. Colorado's playing Stanford. Stanford sucks. I do remember seeing on the television that it was 29-0 at halftime. And it's Stanford. No David Shaw anymore. Figuring, they're done. I wake up the next morning to find out that Colorado blew that 29-0 lead and lost to Stanford in double overtime. 46-43. They're 4-3 and three on the year. 
a Colorado fan went viral for crying. You had Shador Sanders advertising merchandise on his Instagram story at halftime. Coach Prime, rally the troops. Get them back on track. Here's what he had to say to the team after the game. What we just did today was pathetic. All the love that you received, all the love we received, oh, you getting ready to see that flip. And don't get beside yourself on social media and start responding to the foolish because they're right. They're right. And we're practicing tomorrow. God bless. Have a wonderful night. Oof, that was a wonderful night. They practiced on a Sunday. Yikes. Have a the have a wonderful night. That that hurts. That that's such a great dismount of like. I'm very disappointed. Your next week of your life is going to be hell. But it should be. No, no, it's a hundred percent. No, I'm just saying that that's exactly what coaches the, like. That that just immediately you're just like even now sitting here you're like oh man that sucks. This was bound to happen. They deserve this reality check. They were liking the smell of their own farts a little bit too much. And this is the byproduct of the Deion Sanders hype machine. These kids are all really into themselves, but they haven't really done anything to this point. They needed this humble pie. And, of course, anyone who is crushing Colorado right now, deservedly so. That is as bad of a loss as you're going to see by any Power 5 school. Yeah, there's the... It's not Georgia that they blew a 29-0 lead on. It's Stanford. It's a situation where, like, yeah, like, Dion can have all the bravado. He can have all this stuff going on, like, when he, especially when he played, and he could back it up. It's it's a thing of, like, some of these guys can't back it up, no. you know? Some of these guys gain their tires pumped. Like, I I think Travis Hunter is he's one of awesome. the best. He's one of the best players in the country. Shador Sanders is one of the best quarterbacks in the country. But he needs to calm down. Yeah, these guys just can't. I mean, what they were doing to Travis Hunter, what Stanford was doing to Travis Hunter, and what Colorado was doing to Travis Hunter was so messed up. Travis Hunter played like 150 snaps. Uh, he just on lacerated his an first organ. game back. Yeah, his first game back at high altitude, which I guess he lives at high altitude, so maybe it's not that big of a deal. It's still his first game back. He's a badass. And, and at the end of the game, or by the second half, literally all Stanford was doing was having their wide receiver lined up against uh, Travis Hunter. And just running slants, just running slants at him because Travis Hunter was exhausted and he could he could barely stay on the field. It was crazy that they still were riding him as hard as they were. The funniest part of the game was probably at the beginning of the second quarter when even Colorado's PA guys getting a little bit too cocky. The ref threatened to penalize the Buffaloes because of the PA guy. Fourteen to nothing. Justin Lamson in a quarterback. Would the public address announcer please stop playing while Stanford is in formation ready to snap the ball? Any more playing of music and sound effects will result in an unsportsmanlike conduct foul against Colorado. It's third down. So the DJ can't spin. Uh, I guess not. Boom. Roasted. That's pretty damn funny. You know that back in the day, a crowd could be penalized in an NFL game if they were too loud? 
Imagine being the, the referee that has to do that. That sucks. Hey, bring it down a little bit, guys. We will throw a flag on the field. I, I, there's a famous version of that happening at the Kingdom in Seattle for, I believe, a Seahawks-Broncos game. John Elway was doing his classic whining and bitching about it. Oh, it's too opening. <laughs> this one's for John. Continuing to go around the college football world. Shout out to John Elway, Stanford Cardinal, for that victory. Notre Dame killed USC, 48-20. Some are calling Lincoln Riley, former Oklahoma head coach, now head coach of the Trojans, a fraud. Caleb Williams, who, like Justin Herbert and like Trevor Lawrence, is the next coming of God or something, threw three first-half interceptions and fumbled. USC still has Utah, Oregon, and Washington on the schedule. You hate to see USC go down like that. You just hate to see it. You just hate it. Though, I forgot about your personal rivalry with USC. F-USC. <laughs> but I am Team Caleb Williams with this weasel bro Notre Dame fan who ran up to Caleb after the game doing a selfie video of himself rushing the field saying this. Let me see those nails down, bro. Let me see those nails down, bro. Come on. We did it. We did it. Speaking of those nails, we're going to have to talk about Jalen Green's nails in garbage time. I ticked off a segment of Rockets fans who are, I'm not even kidding, being racist against me. But it's fine. The University of Washington beat Oregon 36-33 to after a Michael Penix touchdown with 133 to play. They're now the fifth-ranked team in the country. Oregon messed this one up. They had a fourth and three at midfield up four. They called a rollout to Bo Mick for Bo Nix to his left. They had been stopped on fourth down two times before that. They were stopped there. Trevor Penning, the head coach of Oregon, put it on himself after the game. Oregon also missed a field goal as time expired. Wait, what was Oregon's head coach's name? It's Trevor Penning, right? Dan Lanning. Why did I say Trevor Penning? I think that's the, isn't that the offensive lineman for the Yeah, I think it's like a Saints Saints tackle. Sorry, man, this weekend's blurry. I didn't even drink anything this weekend. Trevor (laughs) Penning, Dan Lanning. (laughs) It's fine, whatever. Uh, Honestly, I don't hate the the fourth down, the decision to go for it on fourth down, because Washington scored in two plays. They basically just gave themselves more time, Oregon more time to get the ball back and try to drive for a, a field goal. Because you, what you pin Washington back like, oh, then Michael Penix won't drive down the field on yeah, you. Yeah, that's fair. Like he, he probably just saved himself like three plays. That's that's probably what he did. I the one before halftime was the bad one. That just one, okay. Kick the field goal before halftime instead of and another roll a sprint out to the right for uh, Bo Nix, uh, incomplete at the goal line. Where that one you kick the field goal. Now the kick is to win the game instead of to tie the game at the very end. I, I I think it, I, it wasn't like as terrible. I mean, there's some people that just like hate it whenever you go for two or go for uh, either go for two or go for it on fourth down. Like they just hate it no matter what. You just should always be the do the conservative thing. I think it was a good aggressive thing that blew up in his face a little bit. With you on that. But hey, they go down. Washington now number five. Brock Bowers, tight end for Georgia, suffered an ankle injury. Seems like he's going to be out for the year because he had surgery on it 
early in a 37-20 Georgia win over Vanderbilt. Some are saying that since Drake put a Georgia jersey on and posted it moments before the injury that it's Drake's fault. They would be right. It is Drake's fault. It's always Drake's fault. He also uh, launched a new line of like clothes and stuff with different schools. Okay. And one of them was Texas. It was right before the Oklahoma game. Hey. That, that game's also on Drake. There's something else that happened too. He's not. He's not the best when it comes oh, to jinxes. He bet uh, on Logan Paul to knock out uh, oh, whoever he was that. fighting, and he and he did. He won, but he didn't knock him out, yeah. and he lost like a million dollars betting on that fight. Yeah, that's that's chump change for him, sadly. So Bowers getting hurt. Does that make Michigan number one? They beat Indiana 52-7, to and they have outscored teams 276-47 to on the year. They've yet to allow more than 10 points. I'm all for style points, but it's not like Georgia's really played anybody. Michigan's number two. J.J. McCarthy at quarterback's been looking pretty good for the Wolverines. So just a thought, and to wrap up the college football six-pack, Memphis defensive lineman Andres Fox was ejected for punching a two-lane offensive lineman in the nuts. Hmm. Happens. Got to win by any means necessary. Surprised it wasn't BYU defensive line. <laughs> They're crazy with that. Really? I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. BYU is one of the more. Who's that guy on Clemson that used to do that to people? He used to grab them, like in the pile. I, was it Dexter? No, it wasn't Dexter. It wasn't Lawrence. Dexter Lawrence. It was somebody Christian else. Wilkins? I don't think it was him either. Okay, then it was just one of the guys that didn't make the NFL. <laughs> we'll, we'll find this out during the commercial break. That's your college football six pack. Paul Galancho, ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. The Astros lost. They're fine down 0-2. Seriously, I feel pretty confident in the Astros going forward. I'm annoyed, and I'm mad about the assault on my car in the Lotsey parking lot. That's the fault of the Astros, in my opinion. But I want to hear the excuses, wrong reasons only, for the Astros being down 0-2 to the Rangers. 713-780-3776 to call or text. You can join on Twitch, twitch.tv slash ESPN975. Or Akalon says on Twitter, at Sean A. Mapes. Stick around. ESPN 97.5. God listens to us, too. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, it's Paul Gallant. Join the conversation by dialing or texting 713-780-3776. The Astros are down zero games to two against the Texas Rangers. And they're fine. Am I mad about Fromber Valdez's performance? Yeah. Am I frustrated with the blown opportunities by the Astros bats? Yeah. I still think they're going to win this series. And no matter how many newfound Texas Rangers fans are telling me that my takes about them as a fan base and their squad as a whole have, quote, aged well in a series that's, you know, best of seven. They're still struggling with that. First series was best of three. Second series, best of five. They'll figure it out eventually. And I think the Astros are going to figure it out eventually. Just take a look at all the things that the Rangers are doing that seem unsustainable. And they do deserve credit for it. 
But they're 7-0 to open the postseason. Is that really going to continue? They've only trailed for one of 63 innings. Their bullpen is allowed just one earned run in five and two-thirds innings pitched. The Astros, for whatever reason, are better on the road, and they were awesome in Arlington this past year. Six and one. They outscored Texas 63-32 to 32 along the way. And to this point, in a series where, don't get me wrong, they have failed. They've lost by a combined three runs in a series where their most of their bats haven't shown up. And Texas is not really hitting the ball very well. I mean, of the Rangers' seven runs in this series, four of them and five of their 14 hits came against Fromber in the first inning. Their bullpen, the Astros' bullpen, has been keeping the Rangers' lineup in check. Eight and two-thirds scoreless innings thus far, nine strikeouts, two walks. The Astros are fine. Maybe you disagree. 713-780-3776 to call in. To text in as well. You can join on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash ESPN975. I'm more mad about my car being brutally assaulted. My poor, sweet Galatmobile 4.0. The Volkswagen Taos looked really awesome. Got a little scratch on the back right. Under criminal investigation, the police involved. The Astros, perhaps guilty. We're going to figure out what went down. We're going to get justice. And the Astros are going to get back because today, guys, just like yesterday and the day before, is the best day of your life. I know I sound like a life coach now. I'm a pretty damn good one. I'm not going to have you sitting in your car Rolling down the seats, playing Everybody Hurts. Sad, crying to yourself about the possibility of the Rangers winning this thing. Not possible. There's no world where this is happening. They've overachieved through two games. This thing's going back to Arlington. The Astros own them there. They've been down 0-2 before. Different team, yeah, but in the 2019 World Series against the Nationals where they won all of their games on the road, they came back and had a 3-2 series lead. Now, there's the whole winning at home when they get back thing. That's a conversation for another day, Sean. Stop shaking your head. This we take worse it worse at home than that team was. Yeah, but... They're, they're better on the road, I guess. They're better on the road. And then, okay, so, yeah. You win all three on the road. Just boom. Just gave it to you. Congratulations, Astros. Game six, taking the ball at home. Romper Valdez. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, no. Well, hey. I do think there is some... When you lose two home games in a best-of-seven playoff series, especially the first two, you do, like, automatically, like, man, this is not good whatsoever. For the Astros, in a weird way, like, it's still not good, but you do have to flip your brain around and be like, no, they need to defend road field advantage. Like they need to, they need to just win the, win all the road games because that's apparently what this team does. This is what this team is much better at than winning home games. So just get us get us back to Houston and then hope hope we steal one in Houston. I, I'm not a hundred percent sure what the actual record has been for them on the road of late. I, I heard something along the lines of they've won like 
17 of 19 on the road, which sounds effing impossible. They won two in Minnesota. They won three in uh, Arizona. They won three out of, was it three out of four? No, two out of three in Seattle. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, it's certainly possible. And at home, I think they're 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 five for uh, and fifteen over their last twenty, which is also like that's terrible. That's not even bad. That's terrible. It it makes no sense. And I know this show we've had listeners joke like they must hate their families. Dusty Baker even had a quote earlier. I think this postseason, maybe it was before the Twins game. One of the Twins games on the road where he said, like, yeah, you know, I get to sleep in and I don't have anyone nagging me in as many words. He said it a lot more it politely. Was, it was No, it was after uh, the long, like, five days off that they had. He was like, I got to sleep in. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't have to wake up at five in the morning whenever he wakes up. Mm-hmm. Now, they did lose two of three in Kansas City, which also makes you wonder, like, how? How did this happen? What? Really? How did this go down? But they've won a lot of the road games of late, and they've owned the Rangers in Arlington. 713-780-3776 to call in, to text in. You can join on Twitch, twitch.tv slash ESPN 97.5. From the 409, do you think it's because our home crowd is so lame? The crowd's been good the last two games. I think that they needed a reason to be engaged, and I kind of get it. The Twins are boring. I'm not excusing you, but the Twins are boring. Cross-state rival, of course you're going to get up for that. Also, uh, it's real playoffs, ALCS. That's true. There, there's a little bit of, like, our our standards are pretty high. AL, AL, ALDS, probably not going to get the A-plus stuff from the crowd. Wish you could, but, hey, that's the that's the tragedy. That's the victim of our own success. Yes. Nature of uh, Houston Astros baseball. The, the fans who were there seemed to know what was going on, too. You had a lot of fans doing the Chaz Chomp in the club level. I was surprised by that. I was like, oh, whoa, we got some more than casuals wow. at the club level? How about that? Wow, Ted Cruz is doing the <sighs> Chaz Chomp? Well, oh, is, was he there last night, is too? Ted, probably not. I, don't, I didn't see documentation. Is, is he going to go to one of the um, games in Arlington? Can he go to all the games in Arlington? Here's, the, here's Wearing a concern. Rangers that, hat? Yeah, that's... I wonder if he would do that. He would. Yes. He if the Rangers would. won, would he show up wearing? I mean, it was. Yeah. Okay. No. Maybe he. Maybe he doesn't wear it in the ALCS. Maybe. I, I'm not even a hundred percent giving him that. I, I won't give him that. I think one hundred percent. Whatever team wins this uh, series and goes to the World Series, he will be at a World Series game wearing their stuff. If it's the Astros, if it's the Rangers, he will be wearing their stuff. Because this is a man who, when he goes to Texas games, he wears Texas stuff. When he goes to A and M games, he wears A and M stuff. When he goes to Baylor games, he wears Baylor stuff. Like oh this is what God. this guy does. <laughs> this is what he does. He's the most cynical, even just as a sports fan, taking away his actual like p- political career. He is the most cynical, like what the like exaggerated like parody of a politician is. That is what he is of a scummy politician. That's what he is he, as a sports fan. Also, he, maybe as a politician. Well, let's, let's just talk about him as a sports fan, though, okay? Because I'm sure there are some people out there that support a man who literally had, what, his wife made fun of by President Trump before endorsing him? 
making cold calls. I mean, he is working the phones. He is definitely not above. If that happened, cold calls for the guy who was roasting him in a debate on national TV. Calling his dad the JFK murder and his wife ugly. If Oh, my God. Yeah, I forgot about that. I mean, if he's going to join that, there's a very good chance that he wears a Texas yeah, Rangers jersey. He'll 100% jersey. be a Rangers fan. Right. It's equal It's equal things, equal transgressions. I, I, D'Amico Senko asks on Twitch, why, why is Cruz so bad? Listen, I, all I'm saying is that He's not above wearing a Rangers jersey in this series. He's definitely not above wearing it if the Rangers win this series. And we make jokes about my bandwagon jumping. I'll admit it. I do it. I have with the Astros. But (laughs) this would be another level of political bandwagon jumping. But I don't think he was at the game yesterday. I don't think. I haven't looked. I haven't looked that hard. Anyway. Did he hit your car in the seat? No, he again. These people aren't in lot C. Did his chauffeur hit your car? I don't think they're going to park in lot C, Sean. He's getting the VIP treatment along with Clay Walker and his number thirty-four custom Walker Astros jersey. Oh boy, Pogalant show. The Astros are fine. My car's not, but the Astros are fine. Coming up next, there was a very interesting. Weekend of college football that we will recap, including, oh boy, the Sharks are circling Colorado. What a choke job. We'll talk about it next. ESPN 97.5 on Twitch. All systems go. Houston is all systems go. Let's take a break talking about the Houston Astros, who, of course, fell yesterday, game two of the ALCS, 5-4. to Framber Valdez allowed five in the first, excuse me, four in the first, allowed five over two and two-thirds innings. The Astros did creep their way back into the game, but missed opportunities on offense, specifically one with the bases loaded in the bottom of the fifth. Too much to overcome. So let's make fun of other teams, because that's what we do best. Redirect our attention towards things that make us chuckle, laugh. Colorado played Stanford on Friday. I remember watching this game at Jackalopes in Austin. We weren't paying a lot of attention to the game. I only knew that Travis Hunter was back on the field. I figured, oh, okay. Colorado's playing Stanford. Stanford sucks. I do remember seeing on the television that it was 29-0 at halftime, and it's Stanford, no David Shaw anymore, figuring they're done. I wake up the next morning to find out that Colorado blew that 29-0 lead and lost to Stanford in double overtime, 46-43. They're 4-3 and three on the year. A Colorado fan went viral for crying. You had Shador Sanders advertising merchandise on his Instagram story at halftime. Coach Prime, rally the troops. Get them back on track. Here's what he had to say to the team after the game. What we just did today was pathetic. All the love that you received, all the love that we received, oh, you get ready to see that flip. And don't get beside yourself on social media and start responding to the foolish because they're right. They're right. 
And we praise Him tomorrow. God bless. Have a wonderful night. <laughs> that was a wonderful night. They practiced on a Sunday. Yikes. Have a have a wonderful night. That that hurts. That that's such a great dismount of like. I'm very disappointed. Your next week of your life is going to be hell. But it should be. No, no, it's a hundred percent. No, I'm just saying that that's exactly what coaches like. That that just immediately you're just like even now sitting here you're like oh man that sucks. This was bound to happen. They deserve this reality check. They were like in the smell of their own farts a little bit too much. And this is the byproduct of the Deion Sanders hype machine. These kids are all really into themselves, but they haven't really done anything to this point. They needed this humble pie. And of course, anyone who is crushing Colorado right now, deservedly so. That is as bad of a loss as you're going to see by any Power 5 school. Yeah, it, it, there's the, it's it, not Georgia that they blew a 29 nothing lead on. It's Stanford. It's a situation where, like, yeah, like, Dion can have all the bravado. He can have all this stuff going on, like, when he, especially when he played, and he could back it up. It's it's a thing of, like, some of these guys can't back it up, no. you know? Some of these guys gain their tires pumped. Like, I I think Travis Hunter is one, awesome. of the best, he's one of the best players in the country. Shador Sanders is one of the best quarterbacks in the country. But he needs to calm down. Yeah, these guys just can't, I mean... What they were doing to Travis Hunter, what Stanford was doing to Travis Hunter, and what Colorado was doing to Travis Hunter was so messed up. Travis Hunter played like 150 snaps. Uh, he just on lacerated his an first organ. game back. Yeah, his first game back at high altitude, which I guess he lives at high altitude, so maybe it's not that big of a deal. It's still his first game back. He's a badass. And, and at the end of the game, or by the second half, literally all Stanford was doing was having their wide receiver lined up against uh, Travis Hunter and just running slants, just running slants yeah. at him because Travis Hunter was exhausted and he could he could barely stay on the field. It was crazy that they still were riding him as hard as they were. The funniest part of the game was probably at the beginning of the second quarter when even Colorado's PA guys getting a little bit too cocky. The ref threatened to penalize the Buffaloes because of the PA guy. 14 to nothing. Justin Lamson in a quarterback. Would the public address announcer please stop playing while Stanford is in formation ready to snap the ball. So the DJ can't spin. Uh, I guess not. Boom. Roasted. That's pretty damn funny. You know that back in the day, a crowd could be penalized in an NFL game if they were too loud? Imagine being the the referee that has to do that. That sucks. Hey, bring it down a little bit, guys. We will throw a flag on the field. There's a famous version of that happening at the Kingdom in Seattle for, I believe, a Seahawks-Broncos game. John Elway was doing his classic whining and bitching about it. This one's for John. Continuing to go around the college football world. Shout out to John Elway, Stanford Cardinal, for that victory. Notre Dame killed USC. 48-20. Some are calling Lincoln Riley, former Oklahoma head coach, now head coach of the Trojans, a fraud. Caleb Williams, who... Like Justin Herbert and like Trevor Lawrence is the next coming of God or something through three first half interceptions and fumbled. 
USC still has Utah, Oregon, and Washington on the schedule. You hate to see USC go down like that. You just hate to see it. You just hate it. Though, I forgot about your personal rivalry with USC. F USC. <laughs> but I am Team Caleb Williams with this weasel bro Notre Dame fan who ran up to Caleb after the game doing a selfie video of himself rushing the field saying this. Let me see those nails down, bro. Let me see those nails down, bro. Come on. Thank you. Ah, we did it. We did it. Speaking of those nails, we're going to have to talk about Jalen Green's nails in garbage time. I ticked off a segment of Rockets fans who are, I'm not even kidding, being racist against me, but it's fine. The University of Washington beat Oregon 36-33 to after a Michael Penix touchdown with 133 to play. They're now the fifth-ranked team in the country. Oregon messed this one up. They had a fourth and three at midfield up four. They called a rollout to Bo Mick for Bo Nix to his left. They had been stopped on fourth down two times before that. They were stopped there. Trevor Penning, the head coach of Oregon, put it on himself after the game. Oregon also missed a field goal as time expired. Wait, what was Oregon's head coach's name? It's Trevor Penning, right? Dan Lanning. Why did I say Trevor Penning? I think that's the, isn't that the offensive lineman for the Yeah, I think it's like a Saints Saints tackle. Sorry, man, this weekend's blurring. I didn't even drink anything this weekend. Trevor Penning, Dan Lanning. <laughs> it's fine. Whatever. Honestly, I don't hate the the fourth down, the decision to go for it on fourth down. Because Washington scored in two plays. They basically just gave themselves more time, Oregon more time to get the ball back and try to drive for a, a field goal. Because you, what, you pin Washington back? Like, oh, then Michael Penix won't drive down the field on yeah, you? Yeah, that's fair. Like, he, he probably just saved himself, like, three plays. That's that's probably what he did. I The one before halftime was the bad one. That just one, okay. Kick the field goal before halftime instead of and another roll, a sprint out to the right for uh, Bo Nix, uh, incomplete at the goal line, where that one you kick the field goal. Now the kick is to win the game instead of to tie the game at the very end. I, I I think it, I, it wasn't like as terrible. I mean, there's some people that just like hate it whenever you go for two or go for uh, either go for two or go for it on fourth down. Like they just hate it no matter what. You just should always be the do the conservative thing. I think it was a good aggressive thing that blew up in his face a little bit. With you on that. But hey, they go down. Washington now number five. Brock Bowers, tight end for Georgia, suffered an ankle injury. Seems like he's going to be out for the year because he had surgery on it early in a 37-20 Georgia win over Vanderbilt. Some are saying that since Drake put a Georgia jersey on and posted it moments before the injury that it's Drake's fault. They would be right. It is Drake's fault. It's always Drake's fault. He also uh, launched a new line of like clothes and stuff with different schools. Okay. And... One of them was Texas. It was right before the Oklahoma game. Hey. That, that game's also on Drake. There's something else that happened, too. He, he's not he's not the best when it comes oh, to jinxes. He, he bet uh, on Logan Paul to knock out uh, oh, whoever he was that. fighting, and he and he did he won, but he didn't knock him out. Yeah. And he lost like a million dollars betting on that fight. Yeah, that's, that's chump change for him, sadly. So Bauer's getting hurt. Does that make Michigan number one? 
They beat Indiana 52 to 7 and they have outscored teams 276 to 47 on the year. They've yet to allow more than 10 points. I'm all for style points, but it's not like Georgia's really played anybody. Michigan's number 2. JJ McCarthy at quarterback's been looking pretty good for the Wolverines. So, just a thought and to wrap up the college football six-pack, Memphis defensive lineman Andre Fox was ejected for punching a two-lane offensive lineman in the nuts. Hmm. It happens. Got to win by any means necessary. Surprised it wasn't BYU defensive line. <laughs> They're crazy with that. Really? I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. BYU is one of the more. Who's that guy on Clemson that used to do that to people? He used to grab them, like in a pile. I, was it Dexter? No, it wasn't Dexter. It wasn't Lawrence. Dexter Lawrence? It was somebody. Christian else. Wilkins? I don't think it was him either. Okay, then it was just one of the guys that didn't make the NFL. <laughs> we'll, we'll find this out during the commercial break. That's your college football six pack. Paul Galancho, ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. The Astros lost. They're fine down 0 2. Seriously, I feel pretty confident in the Astros going forward. I'm annoyed and I'm mad about the assault on my car in the Lotsey parking lot. That's the fault of the Astros, in my opinion. But I want to hear the excuses. Wrong reasons only for the Astros being down 0-2 to the Rangers. 713-780-3776 to call or text. You can join on Twitch, twitch.tv slash ESPN 97.5. Or Akalon says on Twitter, at Sean A. Mapes. Stick around. ESPN 97.5. God listens to us, too. Another 2-2. Diaz swings and misses. Got him to flail after the curve for the first out. The one-two pitch. Altuve's down on strikes, and Ivani goes back-to-back K's with the bases juice. Bases loaded, two out. 1-0 pitch. Chopper left side. Young gets another chance. This one bounces right to him, and Nathan Ivani somehow gets out of the bases loaded, nobody out situation. Fox was really rubbing it in by playing great balls of fire. Talk about Yovaldi's coconuts getting out of that jam. Uh, yeah, you can credit Yovaldi. I'm crediting a terrible eye by the Houston Astros. Yiner Diaz comes in for Martin Maldonado, swinging at everything. Jose Altuve up next, terrible. One for his last 17. He strikes out. Most of those pitches weren't in the strike zone. And then Alex Bregman, two pitches, grounds out. Not one run out of that. Totally different conversation this morning afternoon. If they get one run there, we're talking extra innings. We're talking extended bullpen work from the Rangers who have somehow, despite blowing, what, 33 of 63 save opportunities this year, who have somehow only allowed one earned run, Jordan Alvarez's home run off of Aroldis Chapman to this point. So, A question I have for you on the most interactive sports talk show in Houston. Let's have some fun with it. Wrong answers only. Why are the Astros down 0-2 to the Texas Rangers? On the Twitch, HRW underscore S1W says, a radio host called Paul Gallant gave the Rangers a funeral. Hmm. I don't believe in jinxes. I don't believe in hexes. I don't believe in ghosts, especially when I'm involved. They should be dead. I'm instead going to go the tried and true route of a sports talk show host in denial. I should have been right. Sean Mapes is nodding his head. Yeah, I should have been right. Good take. Wrong result. Yeah. You you were right. 
I just was. Things didn't play out your way, but you were right. Sean, would you say that that funeral hasn't aged well? No. I, Thank I, you. I would say it hasn't aged well, and I would ask you to just be better. A lot of people have told me it hasn't aged well. No one's told me to be better yet, at least. People are like, wow, you're so arrogant and condescending. Yes. <laughs> Welcome to the Paul Galantra. This is what we are. We are just the most insufferable Astros fans alive. Jerome is calling in at 713-780-3776. Why are the Astros down 0-2, Jerome? Wrong answers only. Hey, what's up, fellas? I, saw, I figured it out. Trombo was wearing the wrong shoes. That's what it was. But he because changed Because he was wearing shoes. white shoes. We're down 0-2. Damn it, man. Well, here's the thing, Jerome. He changed his shoes. You would think that it would have been fixed after he changed his shoes. He changed his shoes after the first inning where he allowed four runs, and he allowed the home run to Jonah Heim in the third inning. So that didn't work. So I, 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 can't, I can't say that Framber getting his superstitions wrong is the reason that all went down. Didn't he, like, change his glove one time during a start? And the other team was like, whoa, 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 why is he chaining his glove? And he it was like, yeah, you know, I was stinking it up in the first inning and decided to change my glove. And it, it like, worked out. And the other team was like, oh, sticky stuff. There's sticky stuff all over. <laughs> I thought when they were checking Yavaldi's pitch clock, I was like, oh, yes, he's got some stuff on his hand. Thank God. <laughs> The cheating scandal for the Rangers yeah. in the middle of the playoffs. And then it was, oh, no, just the pitch comm was broken. Mm. I mean, he was on the 2018 uh, Red Sox. That is true. Most notorious cheaters of the last 20 years. He of could baseball. have been like an Apple Watch situation. Yeah, that, that's wrong reasons only. Nathan Yavaldi was cheating. He, was che- he, is a, he comes from a cheating organization, the Boston Red Sox, and he is a cheater. You cheat once. Do you ever stop cheating? That's what everyone no. says about the Astros. No. Another uh, idea is... Wrong answers only as to why the Astros are down 0-2 to the Rangers. Well, there's a couple days off in between the ALDS and the ALCS. True. I mean, the ALCS, um, it began on Sunday. The ALDS for both the Orioles and the Astros, excuse me, for the Rangers. Well, also the Orioles. And the Orioles. (laughs) And the Astros. I mean, that thing was done by Thursday. That's that's too many days off. Way too many days. What are we doing here? How how are we supposed to work like this with all these days off? All these days off, man. Let's just go full Braves and full Dodgers. Uh, By the way, Rob Manfred said he doesn't have major concerns about the playoff format. Quote, it's been two years, end quote. Was it because wrong reasons only for the Astros being down 0-2? The Texans, who, per them, run this town, showed up. C.J. Stroud first pitch. Will Anderson. I don't think they're bringing loser energy. I think if this was Davis Mills, then it would be a different story. Or Kevin Porter Jr. Or someone on the Rockets. That's that's bad vibes. C.J. Stroud, good vibes. Will Anderson, good vibes. So I'm not going to blame that. Wrong reasons only for the Astros being down 0-2. I do have a good one, though. We touched on this earlier. I can't believe, one, that Clay Walker somehow finagled his way into doing the national anthem before the ALCS. And we do love football time in Houston, but that's really the only Clay Walker song we love. Clay Walker from Vider, Texas, had an album called Live, Laugh, Love. One hit wonder, and his one hit is football time in Houston. At least per me. And I know 
My car was assaulted in Lot C. My poor Volkswagen Taos. But Clay Walker wearing a custom Astros number 34 jersey was assault on the legacy and history of the Houston Astros. It was. You know it. I know it. Fromber Valdez changing his cleats. That was suggested earlier by Jerome on the most interactive sports talk show in Houston. Wrong reasons only for the Astros being down 0-2 to the Rangers. But how about him picking the wrong jersey? I mean, they wore the blue jerseys. I thought that they decided the orange jerseys were the lucky ones for Fromber. My God, the guy's a head case. I, what if it is not, it's just not Fromber's year. And I mean, literally odd number years in the postseason are not Fromber's years. That is a weird his anomaly. In even years, his ERA in the postseason is 165. In odd years, it's 878. That's true. It's literally not his year. Not his year. Just not his year. From the 228, Maldi picked the wrong hair color. What color is his hair right now? Should they have left Maldi in with the bases loaded? I mean, I know a lot of you people wanted to see Yiner Diaz, but Yiner Diaz is batting 0-0-0. Martin Maldonado, I believe, is batting 100. Hmm. Do you want do you want Yiner to strike out or do you want Maldi to ground out into a double play? I feel like that was that was the choice that Dusty Baker what if, had to make. What if Martin Maldonado laid down the perfect bunt with a force out at home? If you know, if, if the guy on third base runs fast enough. Uh from the two eight one, the Astros are down 0-2 because we're giving the Rangers hope so we can crush them in seven games. I mean, I hope that's the case. We all hope that's that's, that's the, the right answer. This is wrong answers only. Please. I have to believe that. From the 409, Rangers Clubhouse guy snuck into Dusty's office to change his toothpick from a regular toothpick to a cinnamon-flavored toothpick. Now, that sounds great, actually. I, I'd prefer that if I were Dusty Baker, but wrong reasons only for the Astros being down 0-2. Some more texts. Dusty was wearing the wrong wristbands. Could have been that. Another. From the 614, it's clearly because they had the roof closed for no apparent reason. Yeah, I don't even get the logic anymore when it comes to the roof being open and closed. I feel like they only close or they only open it for night games. Yeah, but it was a nice day yesterday. It was. It was a nice day. But it was a, maybe it was a little warm, like it was 74. Yeah, I I, I don't understand <laughs> okay. baseball's logic on this. I truly do not. I, I feel like it is does it have to be something where like, hey, listen. Cuz Last year, they only opened it the one time for the Yankees game that cost the Yankees the win. Otherwise, they would the Yankees would have won the entire World Series, if not for game, game two against the Houston Astros, the roof being open, Thank Luis you. Severino giving up a home run. Thank you, Rob Manfred. Yes. Uh, do, do you think it's a thing where they have to open it once per postseason run? Probably is that is that maybe a thing where they're is like it a listen, tax write off? Listen, yeah, or to like not like get sued by the city of Houston, by the people who voted against it. Yeah, because there's no reason to have a retractable roof for a team that plays the majority of its games in the summer. Yeah, the city of Houston could like, hey, Astros, you owe us a hundred million dollars for not <laughs> ever opening this. Gr- you gotta this prove roof. you use it once a year. What, what if they tried to use it and it like just broke halfway through? I would love it if it was just halfway. How about that? Just halfway. Have, third base is uh, open. Left field, uh, open air. Right field, all closed. Let's just let's just have it halfway open. Uh-huh. 
What, what happens if they can't open it? Is is Bobby Dynamite actually in charge? Does that train do anything? I mean, it moves. I, I don't know if he... No, he blows the horn, I bet. He does blow the horn, that's for sure. Man, it must be sick to be Bobby Dynamite. He has so many more followers than me. It makes me want to die. So does the assault on my car. <clears throat> anyway, it's the Paul Gallant Show. ESP at 97.5 and 92.5. Wrong answers only for the Astros being down 0-2. In the ALCS. We wrap up this show next with some garbage time. Rockets fans are pissed at me for making what I thought was a pretty funny joke. We'll talk about that. First, I got to tell you about my friends at TGS. Everything's getting more expensive. My car insurance about to get more expensive. Thanks, Lot C. Home insurance rates are getting more expensive, too. Massive increases, 30, 40, 50%. You want to stop those increases from potentially happening or just save yourself some money in a really quick and easy way because you've got so many things that you got to do. Grab your phone and text the word money to 232323. You're texting TGS Insurance, the fastest growing agency in the state. Here's what they do. When you text the word money to 232323, they shop the market and deliver you a proposal for home insurance in 15 seconds. There is literally no reason to not try it and see it. Why not? Save yourself some money. Do you want to pay more for your home insurance? It's excellent coverage within 15 seconds with 35,000 plus people in the Houston area trusting TGS with thousands of five-star ratings. Simple, fast, and easy big savings make TGS the gold standard. You are missing out. Just text the word money to 232323. See what they have to offer. And boom, big savings now. Simple, fast, and easy. The TGS way. Text money to 232323. You found ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. I can feel it. I can feel it down in my plums. You get a nice bluish hue. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, it's Paul Gallant. Join the conversation by dialing or texting 713-780-3776. The Astros are down zero games to two against the Texas Rangers. And they're fine. Am I mad about Fromber Valdez's performance? Yeah. Am I frustrated with the blown opportunities by the Astros bats? Yeah. I still think they're going to win this series. And no matter how many newfound Texas Rangers fans are telling me that my takes about them as a fan base and their squad as a whole have, quote, aged well in a series that's, you know, best of seven. They're still struggling with that. First series was best of three. Second series, best of five. They'll figure it out eventually. And I think the Astros are going to figure it out eventually. Just take a look at all the things that the Rangers are doing that seem unsustainable. And they do deserve credit for it. But they're 7-0 to open the postseason. Is that really going to continue? They've only trailed for one of 63 innings. Their bullpen is allowed just one earned run and five and two-thirds innings pitched. The Astros, for whatever reason, 
are better on the road, and they were awesome in Arlington this past year. Six and one. They outscored Texas 63-32 to 32 along the way. And to this point, in a series where, don't get me wrong, they have failed. They've lost by a combined three runs in a series where they're most of their bats haven't shown up, and Texas is not really hitting the ball very well. I mean, of the Rangers' seven runs in this series, four of them, and five of their 14 hits came against Fromber in the first inning. Their bullpen, the Astros' bullpen, has been keeping the Rangers' lineup in check. Eight and two-thirds scoreless innings thus far, nine strikeouts, two walks. The Astros are fine. Maybe you disagree. 713-780-3776 to call in. To text in as well. You can join on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash ESPN 97.5. I'm more mad about my car being brutally assaulted. My poor, sweet Galatmobile 4.0. The Volkswagen Taos looked really awesome. Got a little scratch on the back right. Under criminal investigation, the police involved. The Astros, perhaps guilty. We're going to figure out what went down. We're going to get justice. And the Astros are going to get back. Because today, guys, just like yesterday and the day before, is the best day of your life. I know I sound like a life coach now. I'm a pretty damn good one. I'm not going to have you sitting in your car, rolling down the seats, playing everybody hurts, sad, crying to yourself about the possibility of the Rangers winning this thing. Not possible. There's no world where this is happening. They've overachieved through two games. This thing's going back to Arlington. The Astros own them there. They've been down 0-2 before. Different team, yeah, but in the 2019 World Series against the Nationals where they won all of their games on the road, they came back and had a 3-2 series lead. Now, there's the whole winning at home when they get back thing. That's a conversation for another day, Sean. Stop shaking your head. This we take worse it worse at home than that team was. Yeah, but... They're, they're better on the road, I guess. They're better on the road. And then, okay, so, yeah, you win all three on the road. Just boom, just gave it to you. Congratulations, Astros. Game six, taking the ball at home from Bravaldez. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, no. Well, hey. I do think there is some... When you lose two home games in a best-of-seven playoff series, especially the first two, you do, like, automatically, like, man, this is not good whatsoever. For the Astros, in a weird way, like, it's still not good, but... You do have to flip your brain around and be like, no, they need to defend road field advantage. Like they need to, they need to just win, the, win all the road games because that's apparently what this team does. This is what this team is much better at than winning home games. So just get us, get us back to Houston, and then hope, hope we steal one in Houston. I, I'm not a hundred percent sure what the actual record has been for them on the road of late. I, I heard something along the lines of they've won like. 17 of 19 on the road, which sounds effing impossible. They won two in Minnesota. They won three in uh, Arizona. They won three out of, was it three out of four? No, two out of three in Seattle. 
Mm-hmm. I yeah. mean, uh, they, they, it's it's good certainly possible. And, I, and at home, I think they're 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 five for uh, and fifteen over their last twenty, which God. is also like that's terrible. How? That's how? not even bad. That's terrible. It it makes no sense. And I know this show we've had listeners joke like they must hate their families. Dusty Baker even had a quote earlier. I think this postseason, maybe it was before the Twins game. One of the Twins games on the road where he said, like, yeah, you know, I get to sleep in and I don't have anyone nagging me in as many words. He said it a lot more it was, politely. It was No, it was after uh, the long, like, five days off that they had. He was like, I got to sleep in. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't have to wake up at five in the morning whenever he wakes up. Mm-hmm. Now, they did lose two of three in Kansas City, which also makes you wonder, like, how? How did this happen? What? Really? How did this go down? But they've won a lot of the road games of late, and they've owned the Rangers in Arlington. 713-780-3776 to call in, to text in. You can join on Twitch, twitch.tv slash ESPN 97.5. From the 409, do you think it's because our home crowd is so lame? The crowd's been good the last two games. I think that they needed a reason to be engaged, and I kind of get it. The Twins are boring. I'm not excusing you, but the Twins are boring cross-state rival, of course you're going to get up for that. Also, it's real playoffs, ALCS. That's true. There, there's a little bit of like, our our standards are pretty high. AL, ALDS, probably not going to get the A-plus stuff from the crowd. Wish you could, but hey, that's the that's the tragedy. That's the victim of our own success. Yes. Nature of uh, Houston Astros baseball. The, the fans who were there seemed to know what was going on, too. You had a lot of fans doing the Chaz Chomp in the club level. I was surprised by that. I was like, oh, whoa, we got some more than casuals wow. at the club level? How about that? Wow, Ted Cruz is doing the Chaz Chomp? <sighs> well, oh, is, was he there last night, is too? Ted, probably not. I, don't, I didn't see documentation. Is, is he going to go to one of the um, games in Arlington? Can he go to all the games in Arlington? Here's, the, here's Wearing a concern. Rangers that, hat? Yeah, that's... I wonder if he would do that. He would. Yes. He if the Rangers would. won, would he show up wearing? I mean, it was, yeah. Okay. No. Maybe he. Maybe he doesn't wear it in the ALCS. Maybe. I, I'm not even a hundred percent giving him that. I, I won't give him that. I think one hundred percent. Whatever team wins this uh, series and goes to the World Series, he will be at a World Series game wearing their stuff. If it's the Astros, if it's the Rangers, he will be wearing their stuff. Because this is a man who, when he goes to Texas games, he wears Texas stuff. When he goes to A and M games, he wears A and M stuff. When he goes to Baylor games, he wears Baylor stuff. Like oh this is what God. this guy does. <laughs> this is what he does. He's the most cynical, even just as a sports fan, taking away his actual like p- political career, he is the most cynical. Like what the like exaggerated like parody of a politician is. It's that so is what weird. he is of a scummy politician. That's what he is he, as a sports fan. Also, he, maybe as a politician. Well, let's, just, let's just talk about him as a sports fan, though, okay? Because I'm sure there are some people out there that support a man who literally had, what, his wife made fun of by President Trump before endorsing him? 
making cold calls. For I him. mean, he, he is working the phones. He is definitely not above. If that happened, cold calls for the guy who was roasting him in a debate on national TV. Calling his dad the JFK murderer and his wife ugly. If Oh, my God. Yeah, I forgot about that. I mean, if he's going to join that, there's a very good chance that he wears a Texas yeah, Rangers jersey. He'll 100% jersey. be a Rangers fan. Right. It's equal It's equal things, equal transgressions. I, I, D'Amico Senko asks on Twitch, why, why is Cruz so bad? Listen, I, all I'm saying is that He's not above wearing a Rangers jersey in this series. He's definitely not above wearing it if the Rangers win this series. And we make jokes about my bandwagon jumping. I'll admit it. I do it. I have with the Astros. But (laughs) this would be another level of political bandwagon jumping. But I don't think he was at the game yesterday. I don't think. I haven't looked. I haven't looked that hard. Anyway. Did he hit your car in the seat? <laughs> no, he again. These people aren't in lot C. Did his chauffeur hit your car? I don't the think they're going to park in lot C, Sean. He's getting the VIP treatment along with Clay Walker and his number thirty-four custom Walker Astros jersey. Oh boy, Pogalant show. The Astros are fine. My car's not, but the Astros are fine. Coming up next, there was a very interesting. Weekend of college football that we will recap, including, oh boy, the Sharks are circling Colorado. What a choke job. We'll talk about it next. ESPN 97.5 on Twitch. All systems go. Houston is all systems go. Let's take a break talking about the Houston Astros, who, of course, fell yesterday, game two of the ALCS, 5-4. to Framber Valdez allowed five in the first, excuse me, four in the first, allowed five over two and two-thirds innings. The Astros did creep their way back into the game, but missed opportunities on offense, specifically one with the bases loaded in the bottom of the fifth. Too much to overcome. So let's make fun of other teams, because that's what we do best. Redirect our attention towards things that make us chuckle, laugh. Colorado played Stanford on Friday. I remember watching this game at Jackalopes in Austin. We weren't paying a lot of attention to the game. I only knew that Travis Hunter was back on the field. I figured, oh, okay. Colorado's playing Stanford. Stanford sucks. I do remember seeing on the television that it was 29-0 at halftime. And it's Stanford. No David Shaw anymore. Figuring, they're done. I wake up the next morning to find out that Colorado blew that 29-0 lead and lost to Stanford in double overtime. 46-43. They're 4-3 on the year. A Colorado fan went viral for crying. You had Shador Sanders advertising merchandise on his Instagram story at halftime. Coach Prime, rally the troops. Get them back on track. Here's what he had to say to the team after the game. What we just did today was pathetic. All the love that you received, all the love we received, oh, you getting ready to see that flip. And don't get beside yourself on social media and start responding to the foolish because they're right. They're right. 
And we're practicing tomorrow. God bless. Have a wonderful night. <laughs> that was a wonderful night. They practiced on a Sunday. Yikes. Have a the have a wonderful night. That that hurts. That that's such a great dismount of like I'm very disappointed. Your next week of your life is going to be hell. But it should be. No, no, it's a hundred percent. No, I'm just saying that that's exactly what coaches the, like. That that just immediately you're just like even now sitting here you're like oh man that sucks. This was bound to happen. They deserve this reality check. They were liking the smell of their own farts a little bit too much. And this is the byproduct of the Deion Sanders hype machine. These kids are all really into themselves, but they haven't really done anything to this point. They needed this humble pie. And, of course, anyone who is crushing Colorado right now, deservedly so. That is as bad of a loss as you're going to see by any Power 5 school. Yeah, there's the... It's not Georgia that they blew a 29-0 lead on. It's Stanford. It's a situation where, like, yeah, like, Dion can have all the bravado. He can have all this stuff going on, like, when he, especially when he played, and he could back it up. It's it's a thing of, like, some of these guys can't back it up, no. you know? Some of these guys gain their tires pumped. Like, I I think Travis Hunter is he's one of awesome. the best. He's one of the best players in the country. Shador Sanders is one of the best quarterbacks in the country. But he needs to calm down. Yeah, these guys just can't. I mean, what they were doing to Travis Hunter, what Stanford was doing to Travis Hunter, and what Colorado was doing to Travis Hunter was so messed up. Travis Hunter played like 150 snaps. Uh, he just on lacerated his an first organ. game back. Yeah, his first game back at high altitude, which I guess he lives at high altitude, so maybe it's not that big of a deal. It's still his first game back. He's a badass. And, and at the end of the game, or by the second half, literally all Stanford was doing was having their wide receiver lined up against uh, Travis Hunter. And just running slants, just running slants at him because Travis Hunter was exhausted and he could he could barely stay on the field. It was crazy that they still were riding him as hard as they were. The funniest part of the game was probably at the beginning of the second quarter when even Colorado's PA guys getting a little bit too cocky. The ref threatened to penalize the Buffaloes because of the PA guy. Fourteen to nothing. Justin Lamson in a quarterback. Would the public address announcer please stop playing while Stanford is in formation ready to snap the ball? Any more playing of music and sound effects will result in an unsportsmanlike conduct foul against Colorado. It's third down. So the DJ can't spin. Uh, I guess not. Boom. Roasted. That's pretty damn funny. You know that back in the day, a crowd could be penalized in an NFL game if they were too loud? Imagine being the, the referee that has to do that. That sucks. Hey, bring it down a little bit, guys. We will throw a flag on the field. I, I, there's a famous version of that happening at the Kingdom in Seattle for, I believe, a Seahawks-Broncos game. John Elway was doing his classic whining and bitching about it. Oh, this one's for John. Continuing to go around the college football world. Shout out to John Elway, Stanford Cardinal, for that victory. Notre Dame killed USC. 48-20. Some are calling Lincoln Riley, former Oklahoma head coach, now head coach of the Trojans, a fraud. Caleb Williams, who, like Justin Herbert and like Trevor Lawrence, is the next coming of God or something, threw three first-half interceptions and fumbled. 
USC still has Utah, Oregon, and Washington on the schedule. You hate to see USC go down like that. You just hate to see it. You just hate it. Though, I forgot about your personal rivalry with USC. F USC. <laughs> but I am Team Caleb Williams with this weasel bro Notre Dame fan who ran up to Caleb after the game doing a selfie video of himself rushing the field saying this. Let me see those nails down, bro. Let me see those nails down, bro. Come on. We did it. We did it. Speaking of those nails, we're going to have to talk about Jalen Green's nails in garbage time. I ticked off a segment of Rockets fans who are, I'm not even kidding, being racist against me, but it's fine. The University of Washington beat Oregon 36-33 to after a Michael Penix touchdown with 133 to play. They're now the fifth-ranked team in the country. Oregon messed this one up. They had a fourth and three at midfield up four. They called a rollout to Bo Mick for Bo Nix to his left. They had been stopped on fourth down two times before that. They were stopped there. Trevor Penning, the head coach of Oregon, put it on himself after the game. Oregon also missed a field goal as time expired. Wait, what was Oregon's head coach's name? It's Trevor Penning, right? Dan Lanning. Why did I say Trevor Penning? I think that's the, isn't that the offensive lineman for the Yeah, I think it's like a Saints Saints tackle. Sorry, man, this weekend's blurry. I didn't even drink anything this weekend. Trevor uh, Penning, Dan Lanning. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. Whatever. Uh, honestly, I don't hate the the fourth down, the decision to go for it on fourth down because Washington scored in two plays. They basically just gave themselves more time, Oregon more time to get the ball back and try to drive for a, a field goal. Because you, what, you pin Washington back like, oh, then Michael Penix won't drive down the field on yeah, you. Yeah, that's fair. Like he, he probably just saved himself like three plays. That's that's probably what he did. I the one before halftime was the bad one. That just one, okay. Kick the field goal before halftime instead of another roll a sprint out to the right for uh Bo Nix, uh incomplete at the goal line. Where that one you kick the field goal. Now the kick is to win the game instead of to tie the game at the very end. I, I I think it, I, it wasn't like as terrible. I mean, there's some people that just like hate it whenever you go for two or go for uh, either go for two or go for it on fourth down. Like they just hate it no matter what. You just should always be the do the conservative thing. I think it was a good aggressive thing that blew up in his face a little bit. With you on that. But hey, they go down. Washington now number five. Brock Bowers, tight end for Georgia, suffered an ankle injury. Seems like he's going to be out for the year because he had surgery on it early in a 37-20 Georgia win over Vanderbilt. Some are saying that since Drake put a Georgia jersey on and posted it moments before the injury that it's Drake's fault. They would be right. It is Drake's fault. It's always Drake's fault. He also uh, launched a new line of like clothes and stuff with different schools. Okay. And... One of them was Texas. It was right before the Oklahoma game. Hey. That, that game's also on Drake. There's something else that happened, too. He's not he's not the best when it comes oh, to jinxes. He bet uh, on Logan Paul to knock out uh, oh, whoever he was that. fighting, and he and he did he won, but he didn't knock him out. Yeah. And he lost like a million dollars betting on that fight. Yeah, that's, that's chump change for him, sadly. So Bauer's getting hurt. Does that make Michigan number one? 
They beat Indiana 52-7, to and they have outscored teams 276-47 to on the year. They've yet to allow more than 10 points. I'm all for style points, but it's not like Georgia's really played anybody. Michigan's number two. J.J. McCarthy at quarterback's been looking pretty good for the Wolverines. So just a thought, and to wrap up the college football six-pack, Memphis defensive lineman Andres Fox was ejected for punching a two-lane offensive lineman in the nuts. Hmm. Happens. Got to win by any means necessary. Surprised it wasn't BYU defensive line. <laughs> They're crazy with that. Really? I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. BYU is one of the more. Who's that guy on Clemson that used to do that to people? He used to grab them, like in the pile. I, was it Dexter? No, it wasn't Dexter. It wasn't Lawrence. Dexter Lawrence. It was somebody Christian else. Christian Wilkins? I don't think it was him either. Okay, then it was just one of the guys that didn't make the NFL. <laughs> we'll, we'll find this out during the commercial break. That's your college football six pack. Paul Galancho, ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. The Astros lost. They're fine down 0-2. Seriously, I feel pretty confident in the Astros going forward. I'm annoyed, and I'm mad about the assault on my car in the Lotsey parking lot. That's the fault of the Astros, in my opinion. But I want to hear the excuses, wrong reasons only, for the Astros being down 0-2 to the Rangers. 713-780-3776 to call or text. You can join on Twitch, twitch.tv slash ESPN975 or Akalon says on Twitter at Sean A. Mapes. Stick around. ESPN 975. God listens to us too. Another 2-2. Diaz swings and misses. Got him to flail after the curve for the first out. The one-two pitch. Altuve's down on strikes, and Ivani goes back-to-back K's with the bases juice. Bases loaded, two out. 1-0 pitch. Chopper left side. Young gets another chance. This one bounces right to him, and Nathan Ivani somehow gets out of the bases loaded, nobody out situation. Fox was really rubbing it in by playing great balls of fire. Talk about Yovaldi's coconuts getting out of that jam. Uh, yeah, you can credit Yovaldi. I'm crediting a terrible eye by the Houston Astros. Yiner Diaz comes in for Martin Maldonado, swinging at everything. Jose Altuve up next. Terrible. One for his last 17. He strikes out. Most of those pitches weren't in the strike zone. And then Alex Bregman, two pitches, grounds out. Not one run out of that. Totally different conversation this morning afternoon. If they get one run there, we're talking extra innings. We're talking extended bullpen work from the Rangers who have somehow, despite blowing, what, 33 of 63 save opportunities this year, who have somehow only allowed one earned run, Jordan Alvarez's home run off of Aroldis Chapman to this point. So, a question I have for you on the most interactive sports talk show in Houston. Let's have some fun with it. Wrong answers only. Why are the Astros down 0-2 to the Texas Rangers? On the Twitch, HRW underscore S1W says, a radio host called Paul Gallant gave the Rangers a funeral. Hmm. I don't believe in jinxes. I don't believe in hexes. I don't believe in ghosts, especially when I'm involved. They should be dead. I'm instead going to go the tried and true route of a sports talk show host in denial. I should have been right. Sean Mapes is nodding his head. Yeah, I should have been right. Good take, wrong result. Yeah. You you were right. 
I just was. Things didn't play out your way, but you were right. Sean, would you say that that funeral hasn't aged well? No. I, Thank I, you. I would say it hasn't aged well, and I would ask you to just be better. A lot of people have told me it hasn't aged well. No one's told me to be better yet, at least. People are like, wow, you're so arrogant and condescending. Yes. <laughs> Welcome to the Paul Galantra. This is what we are. We are just the most insufferable Astros fans alive. Jerome is calling in at 713-780-3776. Why are the Astros down 0-2, Jerome? Wrong answers only. Hey, what's up, fellas? I, saw, I figured it out. Fumble was wearing the wrong shoes. That's what it was. But he because changed Because he was wearing shoes. white shoes. We're down 0-2. Damn it, man. Well, here's the thing, Jerome. He changed his shoes. You would think that it would have been fixed after he changed his shoes. He changed his shoes after the first inning where he allowed four runs, and he allowed the home run to Jonah Heim in the third inning. So that didn't work. So I, 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 can't, I can't say that Framber getting his superstitions wrong is the reason that all went down. Didn't he, like, change his glove one time during a start? And the other team was like, whoa, 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 why is he chaining his glove? And he it was like, yeah, you know, I was stinking it up in the first inning and decided to change my glove. And it, it like, worked out. And the other team was like, oh, sticky stuff. There's sticky stuff all over him. <laughs> I thought when they were checking Yavaldi's pitch clock, I was like, oh, yes, he's got some stuff on his hand. Thank God. <laughs> The cheating scandal for the Rangers yeah. in the middle of the playoffs. And then it was, oh, no, just the pitch comm was broken. Mm. I mean, he was on the 2018 uh, Red Sox. That is true. Most notorious cheaters of the last 20 years. He of could baseball. have been like an Apple Watch situation. Yeah, that, that's wrong reasons only. Nathan Yavaldi was cheating. He, was che- he, is a, he comes from a cheating organization, the Boston Red Sox, and he is a cheater. You cheat once, do you ever stop cheating? That's what everyone no. says about the Astros. No. Another uh, idea Wrong answers only as to why the Astros are down 0-2 to the Rangers. Well, there's a couple days off in between the ALDS and the ALCS. True. I mean, the ALCS, um, it began on Sunday. The ALDS for both the Orioles and the Astros, excuse me, for the Rangers. Well, also the Orioles. And the Orioles. (laughs) And the Astros. I mean, that thing was done by Thursday. That's that's too many days off. Way too many days. What are we doing here? How how are we supposed to work like this with all these days off? All these days off, man. Let's just go full Braves and full Dodgers. Uh, By the way, Rob Manfred said he doesn't have major concerns about the playoff format. Quote, it's been two years, end quote. Was it because, wrong reasons only for the Astros being down 0-2, the Texans, who, per them, run this town, showed up. C.J. Stroud first pitch. Will Anderson. I don't think they're bringing loser energy. I think if this was Davis Mills, then it would be a different story. Or Kevin Porter Jr. Or someone on the Rockets. That's that's bad vibes. C.J. Stroud, good vibes. Will Anderson, good vibes. So I'm not going to blame that. Wrong reasons only for the Astros being down 0-2. I do have a good one, though. We touched on this earlier. I can't believe, one, that Clay Walker somehow finagled his way into doing the national anthem before the ALCS. And we do love football time in Houston, but that's really the only Clay Walker song we love. Clay Walker from Vider, Texas, had an album called Live, Laugh, Love. One hit wonder, and his one hit is football time in Houston. At least per me. And I know 
My car was assaulted in Lot C. My poor Volkswagen Taos. But Clay Walker wearing a custom Astros number 34 jersey was assault on the legacy and history of the Houston Astros. It was. You know it. I know it. Fromber Valdez changing his cleats. That was suggested earlier by Jerome on the most interactive sports talk show in Houston. Wrong reasons only for the Astros being down 0-2 to the Rangers. But how about him picking the wrong jersey? I mean, they wore the blue jerseys. I thought that they decided the orange jerseys were the lucky ones for Fromber. My God, the guy's a head case. I, what if it is not, it's just not Fromber's year. And I mean, literally odd number years in the postseason are not Fromber's years. That is a weird his anomaly. In even years, his ERA in the postseason is 165. In odd years, it's 878. That's true. It's literally not his year. Not his year. Just not his year. From the 228, Maldi picked the wrong hair color. What color is his hair right now? Should they have Orange. left Maldi in with the bases loaded? I mean, I know a lot of you people wanted to see Yiner Diaz, but Yiner Diaz is batting 0 0 0. Martin Maldonado, I believe, is batting 100. Hmm. Do you want do you want Yiner to strike out or do you want Maldi to ground out into a double play? I feel like that was that was the choice that Dusty Baker what if, had to make. What if Martin Maldonado laid down the perfect bunt with a force out at home? If you know, if, if the guy on third base runs fast enough. Uh from the two eight one, the Astros are down 0-2 because we're giving the Rangers hope so we can crush them in seven games. I mean, I hope that's the case. We all hope that's that's, that's the, the right answer. This is wrong answers only. Please. I have to believe that. From the 409, Rangers Clubhouse guy snuck into Dusty's office to change his toothpick from a regular toothpick to a cinnamon-flavored toothpick. Now, that sounds great, actually. I'd prefer that if I were Dusty Baker, but wrong reasons only for the Astros being down 0-2. Some more texts. Dusty was wearing the wrong wristbands. Could have been that. Another. From the 614, it's clearly because they had the roof closed for no apparent reason. Yeah, I don't even get the logic anymore when it comes to the roof being open and closed. I feel like they only close or they only open it for night games. Yeah, but it was a nice day yesterday. It was. It was a nice day. But it was a, maybe it was a little warm, like it was 74. Yeah, I I, I don't understand okay. baseball's logic on this. I truly do not. I, I feel like it is does it have to be something where like hey, listen. Cuz Last year, they only opened it the one time for the Yankees game that cost the Yankees the win. Otherwise, they would the Yankees would have won the entire World Series, if not for game, game two against the Houston Astros, the roof being open, Thank Luis you. Severino giving up a home run. Thank you, Rob Manfred. Yes. Uh, do, do you think it's a thing where they have to open it once per postseason run? Probably is that is that maybe a thing where they're is like it a listen, tax write off? Listen, yeah, or to like not like get sued by the city of Houston, by the people who voted against it. Yeah, because there's no reason to have a retractable roof for a team that plays the majority of its games in the summer. Yeah, the city of Houston could like, hey, Astros, you owe us a hundred million dollars for not <laughs> ever opening this. Group, you got to prove room. you use it once a year. What, what if they tried to use it and it like just broke halfway through? I would love it if it was just halfway. How about that? Just halfway. Have, third base is uh, open, left field, uh, open air, right field, all closed. Let's just let's just have it halfway open. Wow. 
What, what happens if they can't open it? Is is Bobby Dynamite actually in charge? Does that train do anything? I mean, it moves. I, I don't know if he. No, he blows the horn, I bet. He does blow the horn, that's for sure. Man, it must be sick to be Bobby Dynamite. He has so many more followers than me. It makes me want to die. So does the assault on my car. <clears throat> anyway, it's the Paul Gallant Show. ESP at 97.5 and 92.5. Wrong answers only for the Astros being down 0-2 in the ALCS. We wrap up this show next with some garbage time. Rockets fans are pissed at me for making what I thought was a pretty funny joke. We'll talk about that. First, got to tell you about my friends at TGS. Everything's getting more expensive. My car insurance about to get more expensive. Thanks, Lot C. Home insurance rates are getting more expensive, too. Massive increases, 30, 40, 50%. You want to stop those increases from potentially happening or just save yourself some money in a really quick and easy way because you've got so many things that you got to do. Grab your phone and text the word money to 232323. You're texting TGS Insurance, the fastest growing agency in the state. Here's what they do. When you text the word money to 232323, they shop the market and deliver you a proposal for home insurance in 15 seconds. There is literally no reason to not try it and see it. Why not? Save yourself some money. Do you want to pay more for your home insurance? It's excellent coverage within 15 seconds with 35,000-plus people in the Houston area trusting TGS with thousands of five-star ratings. Simple, fast, and easy big savings make TGS the gold standard. You are missing out. Just text the word money to 232323. See what they have to offer. And boom, big savings now. Simple, fast, and easy. The TGS way. Text money to 232323. You found ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. I can feel it. I can feel it down in my plums. You're getting a nice bluish hue. Community Bank Studios on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. We do have some breaking news when it comes to the Houston Rockets. Per Adrian Wojnarowski, the Rockets are trading Kevin Porter Jr. and two second-round picks to the Oklahoma City Thunder. And Woj made it very clear The Thunder are waving Porter Jr. immediately. Guess what the Rockets are getting back? Victor Oladipo! Let's go! He's back! Jeremiah Robinson Earl! I don't know who that is. Cool name. Yeah. A Rocket legend coming back, Victor Oladipo. What are the odds Rafael Stone tries to spin this as a win? Yeah, uh, former All-Star... NBA All-Star, Victor Oladipo, coming hey, to Houston. Victor Oladipo's back, man. Victor Oladipo's back. Like, this was 100% a move made because the Rockets don't want to cut a guy that they'd have to pay money to. This was a move done to save money. Is it worth two second-round picks to save, what, $18 million? Probably not. It's the mark of a poor organization, one that is cash-strapped. And so ends the Kevin Porter Jr. era. Cut him. Keep the picks. Not that you're going to find someone necessarily in the second round, but just cut him. 
You really need it to save money that bad? Like, this is so transparent. Whatever. I, I really want to hear what Rafael Stone has to say about Kevin Porter Jr. And I want to lock him down and get some truth serum because I thought he was rather weasel adjacent in that press conference where he was asked questions about Kevin Porter Jr., a man who he seemed obsessed with making happen the same way that some of the mean girls in the hit movie Mean Girls tried to make the word fetch happen. Fetch is never going to happen, Gretchen. Kevin Porter Jr. as a point guard, James Harden style, was never going to work, Rafael. And here we are. Two second-round picks to get rid of a guy that some people on Rockets Twitter are obsessed with, which directly leads us in to garbage time. I'm only happy when it's garbage. And then I start eating garbage. If there's one guy up here who knows about total garbage, garbage. It's this guy. It's garbage time with Paul Gallant. Let's go. Let's go. So I saw an interesting tweet. I believe it was on Sunday by our good friend, Vanessa Richardson former co-host of the Vanessa and Gallant radio program, which you used to hear right here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5 before the Paul Gallant show began. And, of course, Vanessa left us. Did she ever leave a note? Did she ever call us, text us? She did, actually, but we just never really hear from her anymore. But she tweeted out about an injury that... I guess Jalen Green was dealing with. And it made me laugh. Jalen Green tweeted Vanessa out tomorrow with a toenail problem. Her email Udoka. I responded, being the jokester that I am, gotta be careful when you paint them. And racism happened right after that. Uh, Stingley X. Up. You're a weirdo. LMAO. Old AF hating. Well, yeah, because I don't paint my fingernails. It's weird. And I didn't even hate on the thing that's easier to hate on Jalen Green for there. Bunch of people said I'm corny. It does seem to be racist. I'm being called corny for making a zinger about Jalen Green painting his nails. It's always the old MFs hating. Y'all so weird, man. Well, should we be complimenting Jalen Green for anything? He's been a disappointment, in my opinion, to this point in his career. Why are you so corny, says Clutch City 713. But here's where the really good answers came in. Jared, such a weird person. Yeah, that's what I am. But Jalen Green paints his fingernails. That's a little weirder. Justin Neal, what's the point of this post? It's weird and unneeded. Comedy. But Jay, at Beardis Goat, commented... I bet your wife cheats on you. (laughs) Joke's on you, buddy. Damn, I'm not married, bro. But theoretically, that hurt my heart. Theoretically, of course. That would have hurt my feelings. It would have hurt my feelings thinking about that. And, I mean, then it led to more commentary between he and some person who has Beyonce as their profile picture. No way a cornball looking like this has a loyal woman unless she's thug. (laughs) 
I mm, guess she's right. <laughs> she might be right. Yeah. Well, what about the beard now with a little white salt and pepper in it? Well, huh? you, you know, to have a wife, you need to have a loyal woman. Yeah, you, know, you know, there has to be loyalty up to that point. So yeah. I was the victim of racism, Sean. You know, that didn't sound as racist as you're making. I, I think I. Well, they're calling think, me corny because I'm white. Are, are they? I think so. You know, black people can be corny, too. Paul. Yeah, but there's a lot of people that are bringing up the fact that I'm white. Like, that has anything to do with this. Here. Who? A couple of the people that commented. They said, like, oh, look at this them. white old, M- old A-M-F-er. Huh? Oh, they what, didn't, why does it matter what my race is? That, that didn't bring up white. Yeah, it did. You it's, didn't read I just said, I literally just said white. Yeah. You just said it. You didn't read it. I did read one of them. Okay, okay. Can you not listen? Do you not hear? I mean, I kind of zoned out. It got kind of boring. (laughs) When you talk rockets, I kind of just zone out. Everyone should zone out. Yeah, I know what you're going to say. Listen, as someone who's zoned out on you several times, like I'm sorry. You zone out? Yeah. (laughs) Zone out all the time. This makes makes me feel guilty about that. I'm impressed when you're zoned in. (laughs) I know, you know, I I did a radio show today, and my car was the victim of an assault. Yeah, and somehow you managed. I did. Like Michael Scott, somehow I managed. And the Astros will manage. The Astros are fine, guys. They just got to figure out what happened to my car. <laughs> that, They're going to win this series. That, that's the biggest thing, basically. Priorities. The, the Rangers are a nothing franchise. They got to focus on my car. You got to find the perpetrator. Not just the person who scratched my car. I want I want the head of the person who threw a drink on my car. I want that person dead. I'm just dead. imagining like everyone huddled around like all these TV screens, like yeah. looking like like the end of Batman uh Dark Knight with uh Morgan Freeman looking at it, like trying to locate where the Joker is. Yeah. That, that, that's what they're trying to do, is trying to find the uh Nissan Altima that hit your car. The the Kia Forte that 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 oh, hit your car. No, 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 no. It's it's a it's a Malibu. It's one hundred percent Chevy Malibu. Always a Chevy Malibu. You know, you think it's gonna be one of those other POS cars. No, it's the it's the Malibu. How dare it assault my Volkswagen? That's gonna wrap up the Paul Galan show. Connor and Beard are up next. So long, farewell. Have yourselves a wonderful Tuesday. Peace.